0: And that's how a little bit of music signals the beginning of another edition of the Tom Kearney Show. I am Tom Kearney, and I'm live and in real time on WPTF Radio, AM 6A and FM 98.5. We're here every night at uh, WPTF from 9 to 10 with a little, little bit of live radio, kind of a potpourri of things. Uh, if uh, you don't like it one night, I'm inclined to say you should tune in the next night. One of our oldest uh, regular guests appearing is the representative of Maddox Coins and Stamps. And that, by the way, is M-A-T-T-O-X. And uh, we are showing our age now because we're in a second generation. Uh, The representative tonight is Mr. Austin Maddox, whose father, Doug Maddox, was uh, our compadre for many years and occasionally shows his face around here (laughs) now, but Austin is... is, uh, is uh, Maddox, Coins, and staff most days these times. Austin, okay. you are there. I think I've heard your voice. In the, in I'm the here. Background. How are you? I'm fine tonight. I hope you're well. Doing great. It's a good, good way to start off the year. I wanted to get some of my regulars in at the beginning, and it, and it had been about two months since you had been by, and uh, usually we try to get uh, uh, Austin to come by uh, about every six to eight weeks and talk about what's going on in, in the the world of numismatics, mm-hmm. which is often I write, is coin collecting, right? Study, yes, exactly. And collecting uh, of coins, study of coins. Yeah, well, when I put you on the uh, the schedule this week, and I, I post the schedule each Monday of who's going to be on what night, I uh, I put you were going to talk about uh, numismatics and philately. I think I got that right. And that philately is, is stamp collecting and so on. And That's I, right. I find. Uh, Somebody asked me one time. I, I mean, we just have to be honest. Uh, and, and in fact, I saw this in some research materials on the web today that I looked at uh, doing a little prep. It, is uh, stamp collecting and coin collecting still a a, uh, 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 a hobby? And, and uh, indeed, uh, I occasionally receive a phone call more than most other places, saying, "How do I get in touch with those people?" You know, Granddaddy yeah. left me a a, uh, a can of. Uh, of Coins that you you know some people come in every day and they throw their change in a in a in a uh, peanut can or something and, and after mm-hmm. a while they go through them and try to discover and I guess sometimes people do find something of value I had a friend who used to have one of those jugs that they put milk in you know at a dairy those big things yeah it was full of pennies I don't he couldn't have moved it and of <laughs> course he was he was ruining the whole world of pennies because they they I, I can remember the 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 mint people admonishing us to to not do that, you know, because they were using yeah, up a, right. using up a lot that's of money. Right. Is that still the case?
1: Oh uh, well, you know, um, I, I'm sure they would prefer coins get circulated as opposed to sitting in the in the basement. But uh, especially right now with the coin shortage, but I, I haven't heard as much about that lately, so I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, and, and me too. I, I thought about it. Well, I guess I'll have to break my piggy bank. I haven't put that's any right. in there a long time, but for a long time I, I had a piggy bank that somebody gave me, and I I put yeah. pennies in, and that's all that's in there, and I I'm probably hmm. holding up the whole system somewhere. That's and,
1: right. It's all on you.
0: <laughs> well, is anything interesting happening in the world? I've thought of a couple of questions I want to ask you, but uh, is there anything okay. that's on your mind uh, tonight?
1: You know what? There hasn't been any sale, any particular sales lately. We like to talk about those, and there's no mint releases until that are you know the, of new material for a little while. So uh, nothing. You know, this is our this going to be our least news-filled talk in a while.
0: Well, you know uh, what's interesting? I think is that we have worked it out over the years where we don't just talk about coins. In terms of what you might expect, and that is, I've got this penny or I've got this silver sure. dollar, what is it worth? But rather to see that, but in addition to seeing that, to see the coins and mm-hmm. the stamps and other other things. Uh, in fact, I want to yes, ask you about a certain kind of stamp tonight. I won't see if you, you, it may be odd enough that you it's not in your bailiwick, but, but uh, I mean, yeah. they're artistic. Uh, you know, there are some great artists well, that have produced stamps and coins. That's and, true, and and
1: I mean, many you, you can easily consider them to be the piece of art that is seen more than anything
0: in the world. Well, um, you know, I thought... To, I, I was reading can. except I, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go no, go on, please. I, I was reading something about uh, Dolly Madison recently, and I've mm-hmm. been reading about her husband, and I was looking for some trivia questions about presidential wives, and and you know, mm-hmm. she's famous for. When the British were trying to burn the White House in 1814, I think, for taking the picture of George Washington that Gilbert Stuart had painted, which hung on the yeah. wall of the White House, and uh, uh, she was there, and, and and they were the building was afire, and uh, she had her one of her servants, her employees, cut the picture out of the frame, and she rolled it up and took it with her, and that's why yeah. we, we still have it. And it's the yeah. picture on the one dollar bill, and it must be the yeah. most seen picture in the world. I've just got to I, I've heard that before. Yeah, exactly. Given yeah, that. It, it is. I mean, they truly
1: are. I mean, the engraving and whatnot. especially a long time ago, but not not to diminish the modern material that's created through you know incredible uh, incredible time and artwork digitally. I mean, back then, yeah, they were in, you know they were cutting, engraving. Um, you, you know, block engravings and whatnot to make these portraits and and each little piece, each little detail uh, just was painstakingly done.
0: Yeah, the, the the modern technology is is relatively new, I think, in terms of of uh, that kind of engraving work and printing work in general. Uh, you know, where they have electronic things and other kinds of things, mm-hmm. as opposed to the old. Uh, uh, away at things. In fact, an, another That's thing right. that I wanted to ask you about is I was reading a book about Henry Adams, and when Henry Adams' wife died, he had uh, a famous sculptor, August Saint-Gaudens. hmm Exactly. I think he was. I think he designed some coins. He sure did. Um, he did. one of our most famous twenty uh,
1: Saint-Gaudens twenty-dollar gold coin. It's um, it's it, you know it's been beloved uh, oh since it came out. Uh, it really is a stunning coin. Uh, no, it's, I know. I wish, I, it was a, I wish we had a visual medium. Where we could show some of this stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to have to imagine it. Is what we'll have That's to right. Do. That's right. People in the radio business, we we believe that your imagination, if it if it, if if you give an accurate description and and uh, and uh, uh, do That's it right. appropriately, well, Google totally helps, thing. too. <laughs> Pardon me. Google helps too what that that in fact if you know uh, if you have a, a site that people can go to and look at things I always think that that helps and uh, but uh, well let's talk about gold coins for just a moment because sure gold coins and would I' be right to say that they were used in the United States until the 1930s mm-hmm. or, or not
1: that's right that's right so um, in fact let me I'll take it even a step further back so our gold coins are essentially based uh, it, like the rest of our coinage system, was based on the uh, South American 8 reals and 8 escudos, the escudos being the gold coin. So our $20 gold coin is, is our version of the, the 8 escudo coin. Um, and then we continued to use, you know, we, we used gold uh, in just general circulation up to a $20 gold coin until 1933, I believe, was the last one produced. And we had we had everything from a dollar gold coin, which is a bit smaller than a dime, all the way up to a $20 gold coin, which is the size of, um, if you've ever had an Eisenhower dollar or Morgan dollar, quite large. Uh, that's about how big it is.
0: Okay. And we should say to, to the listeners the reason... Probably I, I, I haven't looked in my history book lately, but that uh, that uh, they quit making them in the thirties is that that is the point at which the United States went off what was called the gold standard, uh, which That's was right. a measure measurement of value and money. You, every supposedly, I, I think every mm-hmm. piece of paper money was supposed to be backed by an equivalent value of gold. Does that sound right to you? You know,
1: we actually had specific banknotes that were gold. There, there were uh, gold certificates, um, meaning that you could, I mean, in theory, you would take a gold certificate. Like we had silver certificates as well. You would take it and trade it in for, you know, this dollar at, you know, the government. I'm not sure where you traded these in, actually. but And then they would give you a dollar's worth of silver or, or you know, $20 worth of gold. So we, I can we remember when I was younger I did that. I took-
0: my dad would—he would show me up at the top of, on, a, on a dollar bill or something. He would say silver certificate. Some would, and exactly. some would not. Or it might say federal mm-hmm. bank note. I think, or something like that. And uh, if it said silver right. c- certificate, you could go—you were supposed to be able to go to the bank and redeem it at an equal value of silver because people did not trust paper money and they trusted right. the hard stuff. Uh, exactly. I mean, that's why they did that.
1: essentially they were saying this, that, you know this doesn't just represent a dollar. This, you know, bring it in, and we'll and we'll give you the silver.
0: So, uh, they stopped yeah, doing do that silver. in terms of gold in 1933, mm-hmm. and and indeed, that's the, right. The president called all the gold in. If you had gold, that's I Think right. maybe some people could keep a certain amount uh, of bullion. Got it. Oh, in yeah. bullion or something, but the idea was to call all the gold in, and mm-hmm. and and ultimately, you can keep the, your collector's the, the, coins. Pardon me. You could keep collectors' coins. Okay. So that's where the idea was to be have the money be paper money, and so they could mm-hmm, could, mm-hmm. could regulate it and uh, uh, produce more if more was needed. which is exactly that's been going on during the economic crisis caused by the coronavirus. Is a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of value and money that's been been put into the circulation system and sure.
1: so on. Well, and even I mean, even twenty uh, having a twenty dollar coin back in those days. Uh, I mean, it's just an enormous amount of money, and the and truly, the twenty dollar coin goes back, goes way back. So you know, even even going further into down the inflation rabbit hole. I mean, it it just represented a enormous amount of money.
0: In fact, if I remember correctly, in terms of values. You think about $20 is some money, but it was probably worth five times. It was probably worth $100 or $150 in today's money because things have changed so much. And uh, I mean, these are the days when gas costs 20 cents a gallon, you know, that kind of thing. uh,
1: It would be uh, interesting to compare what a $20 gold coin from the 30s or what $20 in 1930 is worth today uh, compared to if you had kept a $20 gold coin. Uh, which one? You know, which one would you come out on top owning now?
0: Well, well, now Dr. Mike Walden is going to be my guest on Monday night, and he used to give me a sheet of paper periodically, or send it to me, that would show the value of of goods that you would buy, like pork yeah. chop, a pork, amount of pork chops. You know, it's representative. You know, the, the yeah, family yeah. buys, and uh, a loaf of bread, a quart of milk. He, we, we haven't done that for a number of years, but I'm going to ask him if he could could either tell me where to find it or but it would be indexed, and that is, uh, it would mm-hmm. be uh, mm-hmm. set so that it, you could compare them uh, on, on the same basis. You know, to what a what a, a loaf of bread would cost, and I think the index yeah. was to 1960, and uh, what a loaf of bread would cost in 1960, and what a loaf of bread would cost today, and it would be sometimes three or four times the value of a loaf mm-hmm. of bread. And I know, you know. Um... I don't know if you. I, I always send Tom
1: uh, a lot of reading material whenever we come to see him in person. Uh, and I, Tom, I don't know if you remember, in the Coin World book, which is which is like a coin publication that comes out monthly. so you know, if you're interested in coin collecting, I, I highly recommend it. But um, they'll occasionally have a a a page that says you know, eighteen you know, eighteen fifty three dime, and they'll talk all about you know what? Could in eighteen what in eighteen fifty three? What did a dime buy you? Right. You know, how how, how to, was that an hour of work? You know, did could it buy as you said a loaf of bread? What else was going on in eighteen fifty three around that? I always enjoy the that page.
0: Well, I enjoy those tennis kind of things too, because particularly because I I used to be a history teacher, and you know they would talk yeah. about you know uh, uh, a certain thing, a, a ride. Uh, uh, or a taxi ride or, or something, That's or right. again, a loaf of bread, a quarter of milk would be worth a certain amount. And I can remember my students looking up and saying, a quarter of milk for just a nickel, and, uh, and well, of course a quarter of milk would cost, I don't know, I haven't bought one lately, but it's, what, it's about $2 or something like that. Uh, Certainly for I a gallon, sure. Yeah, you know, my it's wife normal. would be laughing at me because she buys most of the groceries. That's me. right. That's <laughs> what they cost. But That's I think right. all of us need to go to the, to do that some, once in a while, the... People who don't buy me need to, so they can see what prices. I, I would not, my mother passed away many years ago, and she loved hamburgers, mm-hmm. and I would not want her to know what the cost of a hamburger would be today, because she would just find it unbelievable. We're talking about, yeah. <laughs> about coins and their value and precious metals. By the way, I looked up gold, and it looks like it was worth about $1,900, or maybe a little, and change, a little bit more today. Yeah. I, I couldn't find, does that sound right? That's right, so... Uh, this week, let's see what I'm,
1: I'm not even sure what today is Thursday. Uh, this week, it crossed over $1,900 for the first time in a in a month or two, I believe. Um, it's been hanging out in the 1,800s range, which is still quite high. Um, before the before the coronavirus began, it was significantly lower, uh, maybe in the 1,200s, 1,300s range. Um, right. just I'm not, don't quote me on the exact numbers, but it, it's gone up significantly. Uh, it crossed the $2,000 an ounce mark, which was a historical high, maybe early summer. Um, and then since then, it's, it's kind of vacillated between this 1800 range and, and skirting into the 1,900s as it has this week.
0: Okay, when we come back, let's talk about the value of silver. Uh, you know, if you know that I could my my chart that I hadn't looked at it for a while and they they rearranged it, and I couldn't find it. You just have to figure out where the place is on on Market Watch or someplace like that. We're talking about okay. coins, and coins means valuable metals, usually precious metals. Although uh, over time the amount of uh, silver in a coin or gold or whatever has been reduced, and uh, uh, and that's another story in itself. But uh, Tonight's guest is uh, Austin Maddox, who is uh, one of the proprietors of uh, Maddox Coins and Stamps. And one of the things we've got to do when we come back, right after we check the news, actually, is to tell you where it is. So if you want to go visit with him and talk about coins and stamps, it's something you may have and and do do business with him, so to speak. You can do that. All that's coming up right after this. I'm with Austin Maddox, of Maddox Coins and Stamps. Austin, you and I were having such a good time. At least I was having a good time that we went really kind of long on the first segment. This program usually divides roughly into about four parts, and we usually have a break about uh, nine fifteen or nine sixteen. And we were a little bit later tonight because we were <laughs> having fun talking about about bullion, about money, uh, and they're made out of coins and everything. And in fact, it was uh, during the Civil War that they first, I think, put out the, the federal government put out a lot of of uh, what they call greenbacks, uh, paper money, yep. they had, and they had to do it because they were running a war and they needed some money to uh, to uh, to run the war, and they couldn't mm-hmm. uh, wait to for it to come in, and 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 that was one of the beginnings of the times when they were beginning to think about loosening up on and mm-hmm. being everything having to be backed by uh, uh, by uh, bullion and so on. We've got about a minute and, was, and a half before. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And that
1: was really a world phenomenon, not just in the U.S. Um, the the whole I mean, there there was currency before the Civil War, uh, even back in China to the 1200s actually, but it didn't it didn't represent a, a, a heavily circulating medium until really the mid the mid 1800s is really when it started to become more than just some 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 kind of promissory note type of thing uh, and turning into a just daily, you know, something people had in their pocket.
0: Well, I know uh, I've spent a lot of time with early North Carolina history and sometimes they were farmers, uh, you know, plantation owners in eastern North Carolina had to, to take their stuff to Richmond to sell it because that was the nearest big town. Mm -hmm, And they would mm -hmm. get, they wanted to always have hard money because they knew it would be valuable. But if the bank in Richmond gave them a, like what you call a promissory note or, you know, a piece of paper that was supposedly worth something, when they got back to North Carolina, it might not be worth anything. And that's something we'll maybe Mm -hmm. talk about a little bit more. We're going to stop now, and uh, when we come back, uh, we'll uh, talk some more about Stamps & Coins. 933 at WCCF Radio. I'm turning here with uh, Austin Maddox of Maddox Coins and Stamps. And as a matter of fact, that is the the uh, address, uh, the email address. Uh, we'll check with Austin on that in a moment. I do need to do one thing a uh, part of our housekeeping is generally this is the point in the program where we promo what's coming up in the future. And to, tonight, mm-hmm. uh, I can point to it tomorrow night, uh, Friday night. Uh, January 8th, uh, we're going to have our usual Friday night trivia, everything else permitting, and uh, we're going to have uh, a little bit of poopery trivia and some specialized trivia about the king, Elvis Presley, because it is his birthday. Uh, Elvis was born on January 8th in 1935, and in fact, uh, it's not often referred to, but he was actually a twin, and we'll talk about that some tomorrow night. Maybe you have a trivia question about it, but we invite you to join us on Friday night. Every Friday night we try to do trivia and uh, try to have it be appropriate. And Elvis Presley's birthday is tomorrow night. Monday night, Dr. Mike Walder will check the economy here at the beginning of the year for us. Uh, Tony Rigsby is going to come by next week and talk about sports some. And we're going to have some uh, uh, representatives from uh, 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 a law firm to talk about making a will something Americans do not do. More than 50% do not make a will, and that's giving up some power over the control of your assets that you should not do. But tonight, we are talking about coins and stamps, and uh, uh, we need to to zero in on some information that only Austin has. Uh, Austin, uh, Madison, yeah. Austin uh, one thing, let's talk about where you are now, because you have moved. I want to get in touch with you and how they get in touch with you. I've suggested sure. something about the the uh, website uh, in there, but uh, you you yeah. for many many years were over near Cameron Village and you're not that far from it now, but you're a little bit further away.
1: No, still quite close. We're at eight zero one Oberlin
0: Road, uh, which is as you said very close to Cameron Village, and, and uh, uh, it's in a new. I believe it's in a relatively new office building now, and
1: uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're in a three in a three-story uh, office building. Um, you'll recognize maybe the art installation out front of the Ogre and Rising, I believe it's called, with a nice garden today. They, they maintain a really they they maintain a really nice front to the building there. And the, the community the, deli. Pardon me. And we're right by the community deli. If you don't know that place, then you should.
0: Is that that store that's on the corner there? Oh, yeah, that uh, tiny little one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I know. My, my wife has said, you know, we should stop there. She would heard the the food was good. Yeah. There she it wants is. to stop there. I mean, Sometimes. shoot, you could walk there. Uh, well, I, I could at one time. I'm not walking that much anymore, but, but you're right. right. <laughs> it, I'm right in your, sort of right in your neighborhood. Well, the other thing is uh, that that is a matter of uh, sort of uh, uh, checking out things that we should check out. Uh, you, what what is it that you do? You buy and sell coins. You buy coins for people. Uh, you uh, sure. Say, well, why don't you do it? Why don't
1: you do it? You're sure. More appropriate because so a lot. I would say you know. So we're we're not a traditional as, as you've mentioned before. We we're, we're not a traditional store, so we don't have a storefront or items on display. Uh, we do sell. We do sell some um, specific items. To collectors, but a lot of what we do is actually helping people who have uh, had usually somebody has passed away in the family or who whoever was the coin collector uh, has is not interested anymore, um, and they and either the collector who's no longer interested or the heirs come to us and need to know what to do. Uh, a lot of times, you know, it was the parents' hobby, but but not the kids' hobby. Uh, so they come to us and ask, you know, if, you know, and we help them to liquidate the material. Uh, it, and really, it can be, we, we get everything from a shoebox that has about, you know, one of everything to some very, uh, very carefully uh, put together collections. So it really can be all of the above. And especially being in the Triangle area, we, we get a lot of international material as well. Just,
0: you know, with well, with people living here in Raleigh, just being from every every corner of the earth. Well, I remember thinking when I first started dealing with with your dad many many years ago, that I thought your policies were eminently civilized, and that well, I've got I've actually got a a uh, planter's peanut can full of coins within arm's reach of where I'm sitting right now, and I want to bring <laughs> it over to see you, and and uh, and I might think, well, this is not very valuable. But if I understand it correctly, if I go over, you'll take a look at. You have to make an appointment, oh, yeah. of course, because as of you course. say, you do, you're you're not a, a place where people come to browse. But if you make an appointment, right. I could go over there, and you would look right through it and say, uh, sort of a summary, you know, very quick mm-hmm. look. But uh, exactly, and you might say, yeah, we time this stuff is not worth devoting any time to, you know, or but if it was, sure. then the clock goes off right there.
1: You know, it's like any other job. Uh, you know, what you you kind of get an eye for what what a collection looks like, and we can say, okay, this this group here, this is going to mostly be, you know, silver value, for instance. This group over here, you know, see if the grandkids are interested. It's low, it doesn't have any value, and then this third group, okay, this is your collector's pieces. You know, let's let's talk about these individually. Um, you know, just today, which it's it's kind of fun when this happens. We had. I've got a new assistant and we were going through just in the state of old coins, you know, trying, you know, going diligently through all the different, uh, just a a pretty, pretty hefty bag full of just every this and that. And my assistant was looking through a pile of, of what's called V nickels, uh, which generally speaking, a pile of those, it's unlikely to find something. And lo and behold, there was a, $200 $200 coin in there. Uh, it We don't usually find a $200 coin in a pile that, you know, averages maybe $0.10 cents a piece often, but it does happen. And so that's, why, just, people keep, I that's why people keep to doing it. that, is keep looking, it, yeah. it does happen. Yes, I understand It does, it. and that's why I always tell people, always check before, you know, check with an expert before you make your decisions, even if you decide you know, just to give it to the grandkids, at least, or, you know, never throw it away, at least check. I can tell you somebody who would enjoy having it, even if it doesn't have any value.
0: And uh, uh, I had written out a few questions that I was going to ask you tonight, and one of them was, uh, and really was about the kind of thing we're talking about now, the questions I had written out, uh, just to have on hand was about the nature of, of your business and so on, if I want, if I wanted a specific coin, uh, perhaps a rare coin or or, mm-hmm. or mildly rare or something, or a Saint Gaudens coin or something like sure, that, uh, sure. uh, could you get one for me? It, we could, yes. We yeah. don't do so a that, so. that you do is what
1: I guess I'm say. Sure. So it's not something we do a lot of. A lot. We, as since we're not a store. Uh, per se, we, we're really not a retail establishment, so we don't do a lot of direct sales. Um, we, we do direct sales in some specific higher-end items, and some uh, things like world paper currency is just, it just is a really niche specialty we have. Um, what we do when people call, let's say, with a, and they wanted to buy a St. Gordon's, we say, well, we're not the right person for you for this, but here are a couple of people that are specialists in this and that I can put, you know, I'll, I'll put my own name behind that they're going to give you a good deal, essentially. So we're always, and we don't get any referral credit or, or, or anything when we refer people. We just, we want people to go to the right people, you know, get what they paid for, et cetera. So we're always, always happy to, refer people to the right source.
0: Well, uh, I, now I understand that, and I'm not involved in your business in any way. We're just friends, and we're radio friends, but I got a sure. call from somebody from my hometown of Goldsboro about three or four years ago, and it was a gentleman who, uh, his sister-in-law, uh, they were going somewhere, and she said to him, "Her, her their, their, mm-hmm. it was his brother that she was married to, and he had died, and he had a bunch of coins. And, she said, well, sure. you know, that got Tom Kearney, have somebody on on the radio on WPTF. And he said, well, I don't know, but I, I don't know, Tom, but he's from Goldsboro. And you I was he called, and I said, yeah, they, they could, could help you with that. And he said, well, can sure. I trust him, Tom? And I said, sure. I, I can't imagine. I was speaking about your dad at that point, but it, this would sure. include you, too. I can't imagine this guy, from the way I've known him for the last 40 years, would would not treat you exactly like, like he would treat his mother, that kind of thing. and, and That's the—that's one thing that people want to know, it. particularly in an esoteric area, some place where they don't know the, the ground, you know, so to speak. They don't know uh, what, what goes on and so on. So, uh, so uh, yeah,
1: okay. I guess what It's I, impossible, yeah. It's, it's impossible to walk into one of these situations knowing more than the person you're working with. I mean, you know, plain and simple, it's what we do eight hours a day. Um, right. So and, I always tell people research research the company, not the coin, because you'll never learn more than they know about the coin, but you can learn about them.
0: Right. right. No, and in. As a matter of fact, I remember when I bought the first insurance policy, that uh, when I get, my wife and I got married, that was the, the line I took. I, I said, I can't learn all about insurance. I'd never know as much as the guy who sold me the policy, but I knew he was a good guy and he was smart. And so, exactly. Uh, and, it, and it turned out to... In fact, he had been my advisor at Wake Forest when he, he decided he no. couldn't make enough money as a college professor, so he went to work for <laughs> uh, an insurance company. And uh, Anyway, I bought the policy from him, and it, it worked out just fine. Now, yeah. one of the things that I—and I, and I you usually give me a cheat sheet you know, when we yeah, have right. uh, trivia questions. And one of the things that would be at the bottom was a list of things that you do that people might have questions about—, about like, do you buy gold? Sure. Do you buy what? what sure. Recite that line for me. Sure. So we so that so we do buy gold and silver.
1: Um, we don't buy, you know, we don't buy jewelry. Uh, we buy, generally speaking, bullion, so ounces and and whatnot. Uh, generally, coins and bars of gold and, and silver. We, of course, um, are buying coins, collectible coins. Uh, from the U.S. and from and worldwide, uh, all countries, uh, as well as currency, big currency like we talked about tonight, is also a, is also a popular collecting hobby. And stamps, though, though I know you'll be ha- sad to hear, we are
0: kind of phasing stamps out. Well, I know your dad, uh, when I first had him on, told me about the stamps, and the, the example he gave me yeah. then was actually the tag stamp on a pack of cigarettes. Now, that's that was, right. That's right. And of course, you don't, you don't. Well, cigarette buying is going way down now, but there was always a tax. Uh, and one of the things 10th. I wanted to ask yeah. you about. In fact, I don't want you to talk about it now, but because we need to take a break. But when we come back, one of the laws that the the British passed regarding the colonies in like 1766. One of the things that angered the colonies was something called the Stamp Act. And what was going on there is you had to, to put stamps on certain materials to be able to sell them, like newspapers. Every newspaper had to have a stamp, and and that bit of the money went to the British government. Do you know anything about that, You know about, about those stamps? Do you ever see anything like that?
1: Boy, um, you know, my dad's the person to ask about that. He's our stamp expert. Okay. Well, I wish I could tell you more, I'm, I but know, I'm not a stamp it. expert, unfortunately.
0: The next time that he's a by, I, I really, that's a serious question, because uh, I've been reading some Revolutionary War history. And the next time he is with us, because sometimes he does the program when you're yeah. otherwise occupied, um, I'll have to ask him that question. We'll be back to talk sure. tomorrow with uh, Austin Maddox about uh, Coins and Stamps, and going on at Maddox, Coins and Stamps, right after this. It's 9.51 at WPTF again. Tomorrow night is trivia night, and we're going to have some special trivia devoted to the career of the king, Elvis Presley, who was born in uh, 1935. He died in August of 1977, and usually we devote a couple of days or nights, a couple of programs a year to to Elvis Presley. And and, uh, so, one of them.
1: Austin, you go ahead and talk. Uh, Tom uh, hung up. Oh, oh. okay. Am I on? Yeah. Uh, That we have
0: really not discussed. go ahead, go ahead. Tom, I'll have to call Austin back. Okay. Uh, Tom Kearney here. A little little snafu in the the telephone line at WPTF. John Sauter is our producer tonight, and he's a perfectly competent fellow, and so we'll be back in in business here. First, my phone dropped out, and then Austin's phone dropped out after that, so we'll be back together here in a moment and be able to cover the last part of the program. Uh, And again, I will mention that... uh, we're going to talk about Elvis
1: Presley tomorrow night and some of the songs that Elvis. All right. Uh, not sure if I'm if I'm speaking here or not. I just wanted to make sure to go ahead and continue. If I am,
0: yeah. Oh, go ahead, Austin.
1: So, so uh, was going to talk a little bit about um, how to buy because it's something. It's one of the biggest problems that we see from our side of things uh, that that people get hooked up with the. oh, oh
0: hello, hello. I'll call Austin back. Hello. I'll call Austin back. I I don't know what happened there. He was there. He was perfectly fine. And when you push something, anyway, go ahead. Tom Kearney on WPTF nine fifty four, almost nine fifty five is their time. A little bit of a technological glitch here at the end of our program tonight, and uh, I'm not sure, in fact, if in fact my phone is on the air. It sounds like it is. It is open. I can hear you as well. I'm back. Okay. Well. We've used up about four of our six minutes dancing around the electronic <laughs> snafus, but uh, is there anything left that you want to mention tonight uh, that we haven't had? We'll, we'll, we'll vamp our way through out of the program tonight. Uh, that's uh, right. That's right. Um, no, I'll you know, we were,
1: let's see, gosh, we were talking, so we, we covered what do we do. So, um, you know, I guess the, in on my end statement on, on what we buy is just if you, be like you've got something that might be for us. We're happy to help, and if it's not for us, I'll do my best to tell you who can help you. Luckily, we have yes. been had the pleasure of dealing with a lot of the triangles, you know, various people who deal in collectibles of all sorts, shapes, and sizes over the years, and are more than
0: happy to, to share. Well, you know what you've just done. done is, is, is a, Austin. It's a great service. Uh, it's because it's kind of like our mechanics who come and help people uh, dealing with repairing their cars. Sometimes, well, one of our mechanics they don't they don't deal in uh, European cars, for instance. But yeah. they but if you have a BMW or a Volkswagen or something like that, an Audi, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, are perfectly able to, and they know they know the field, so to speak. They know who the good people sure. are, and they can refer you to somebody who can deal with your particular kind of problem, and it's good of you to mm-hmm. do that. I want to thank you for being on with us. I may give you a short call a little bit later, but in the meantime, thank you. We had a very good program tonight, and I appreciate you being with us. All right. Thanks. Austin awesome. right. Maddox, uh, Maddox, and Coins. Tomorrow night, we're going to have trivia.